ladies and gentlemen, Dennis Day. Dennis Day is brought to you by Colgate Dental Cream and Luster Cream Shampoo. Colgate Dental Cream to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. Luster Cream Shampoo for soft, glamorous dream girl hair. <laughs> the Dennis Day Show with Barbara Eiler, B. Benaderet, Dink Trout, John Brown, Charles Dant and the orchestra, and yours truly, Vern Smith is written by Frank Galen and stars our popular young singer in A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. Here's Dennis to sing with a hey and a high and a ho, ho, ho. With a hey and a high and a ho, ho, ho. You start off the day with a glow, ho, ho. Sing all the way as the way you go with a hey and a high and a ho, ho, ho. Up go the blinds and you know, ho, ho, it ain't gonna rain anymore, ho, ho. Sun's gotta shine cause you made it so with a hay and a high and a ho, ho, ho. While you buy the paper on a little happy little hum, got a little caper singing happiness, here I come. With a hey and a high and a ho, ho, ho You smile from your head to your toe, ho, ho Pack up your blues and away they go With a hey and a high, a hey and a high A hey and a high and a ho, ho, ho With a hey and a high and a ho, ho With a hey and a high and a ho, ho Hey and a high and a hey and a high and a ho Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. No other toothpaste does a better job of cleaning teeth than Colgate Dental Cream. For Colgate Dental Cream has a safe polishing agent that cleans your teeth both gently and thoroughly. Brings out their natural sparkle and beauty. You can actually see and feel the difference. And scientific tests prove that Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. Yes, actual scientific tests prove conclusively that in 7 out of 10 cases... Colgate's instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. Colgate Dental Cream is famous for its wonderful wake-up flavor, too. Nationwide tests of leading toothpastes prove that Colgate's is preferred for flavor over every other brand tested. Yes, preferred over every other brand tested. And no wonder, for Colgate Dental Cream is the result of constant effort to produce the finest toothpaste in the world today for cleaning teeth, for flavor, for sweetening breath. So see if you don't agree with the millions who have made Colgate Dental Cream America's favorite toothpaste. Try Colgate Dental Cream to bring out the natural sparkle and beauty of your teeth for a wake-up flavor you'll thoroughly enjoy. And always use Colgate Dental Cream after you eat and before every date to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. Well, the main topic of conversation these days in the town of Weaverville is, of all things, modern art. For the eminent American artist Harlan Dunning is giving a one-man exhibit of his works at the local museum. 
And joy supreme, the exhibit will include a painting owned by Mrs. Herbert Anderson, a dunning which has hung over her mantelpiece for years. Well, our young hero, Dennis Day's art studies, ended at the age of three when he lost his crayon book. So Mildred has sent him down to the museum this morning to soak up all the knowledge of art he could. He has just returned bone dry. Did you really study the paintings and statues carefully, Dennis? Well, I tried to, Mildred. Did people actually pose for those statues? Well, sure. Why? Gee, there must have been even more virus X around then than there is now. <laughs> oh, Dennis. Well, I couldn't help being a little surprised at those paintings and statues, Mildred. I thought they'd stop posing people in that condition after they were two years old. <laughs> but, Dennis, that's art. Well, maybe so, but there was one picture there that... Well, I won't tell you what the title was, but I'm not going to open my eyes before noon during September. <laughs> Morn. That's a classical pose. I bet it could get popular. <laughs> oh, golly, and I was hoping when I sent you down to that museum you'd get something out of it. All I got was my life unsheltered. <laughs> well, at least you got to see the Harlan Dunning exhibit, didn't you? Oh, yeah, it was off in a little room by itself. Anyway, I didn't blush at his pictures. I couldn't make head or tail of them. Well, Mr. Dunning's a modern painter. Oh. In modern painting, it's more the feeling you get from the work. The objects aren't supposed to look like they do in real life. He's got that part of it down to a science. <laughs> you couldn't understand his paintings at all? No. There was one there that I thought was a picture of a baby. I kept wondering why it only had four fingers. Then I found out later it was a cow. <laughs> well, that's funny. The Dunning mother owns is just a simple little lamp that anyone can... Oh, good morning, Mother. Good morning, Mildred. Dennis. Oh, good morning, Mrs. Anderson. Dennis has just come back from the museum, The Mother. museum? Did you see my picture, Dennis? The dunning I loaned them for the exhibit? Oh, yes, ma'am. There was quite a big crowd around it. Oh, I just knew there would be. <laughs> yeah, they have it hanging over the Coca-Cola machine. <laughs> How dare they hang my painting in such a place? Oh, I think it's on account of the frame. There's a lip on it that's good for opening bottles. <laughs> Is, is there? Well, we'll see about this. Oh, now, don't get excited, Mother. I'm sure they'll take very good care of it. They'd better. Your father paid a fortune for that painting. Do you know what he'd threaten them with if anything happened to it? You? <laughs> they wouldn't like it, I can promise you that. I'm going to phone that museum this instant. Gee, she sure is proud of that painting, isn't she? Well, you can't blame her. The only real art treasure she ever owned. Daddy surprised her with it on their first wedding anniversary. Oh, really? Yes. Mother didn't have any idea what she was getting. Well, neither did your father the year before. <laughs> Dennis, how can you say things like that? Why, Daddy's the happiest man in the world. Oh, hello, Mr. Anderson. Hello, children. <laughs> Wrong, you ask. You know that Harlan Dunning is in town? And that the painting I gave your mother is hanging in the museum? Well, of course. What of it? Just this. A secret I've kept for 20 years is about to be made painfully public. That painting isn't a genuine Dunning at all. What? Mr. Dunning didn't paint it? Gosh, what'll Mrs. Anderson say? She'll probably ask you to have six of my friends standing by for a load. <laughs> Daddy, how did it all happen? Oh, it's a long, sad story, Mildred. 
The first year Popsy and I were married, I was in New York on business. One afternoon, a couple of us went to Greenwich Village. Gee, I've heard of that place. Hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! <laughs> So had I. I'd even passed through it once on a streetcar. Boy, you've really lived, haven't you? Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, suddenly I realized that the following week was our anniversary. I reached into my pocket, pulled out three dollars. All that was left after a big week of cranking at the penny arcade. <laughs> oh, golly. Well, to make a long story short, I finally found a dark-bearded Frenchman in a smock who was selling paintings. He sold me that picture of Pupsies for the three dollars, including the frame. Gosh, and then you signed Holland Dunning's name to it? Yes, and told her it cost me two hundred dollars. Oh. And now Mr. Dunning's in town and the whole story will come out. Oh, Daddy, Mother will never speak to you again. I don't think I can count on it, Mildred. (laughs) Gee, if there was only some way to keep this Dunning from seeing the picture... Hey, wait a minute. Hmm? He's stopping at my boss's house. Maybe I can get some ideas for Mr. Willoughby. Oh, my boy, if you only could. Oh, do you really think you might, Dennis? Well, it's possible. He's always giving me a piece of his mind when I don't ask for it. Maybe he can spare a hunk when I do. (laughs) Mr. Willoughby. Yes, Dennis. Is it possible you'd do something for me? A favor? Why, Dennis, you know how I feel about you. Yeah, but would you anyway? (laughs) Well, what is it you want? Well, Mr. Willoughby, I'm faced with a problem that calls for a bit of skullduggery. I've come to you because you've got more duggery in your skull than anyone I know. (laughs) You're very kind. My entire duggery is at your disposal. Well, here's the problem. You see, this painter, Harling Dunning, is stopping at your house. Yes, what about it? Well, it's very important that I prevent him from doing something. Now, first of all, do you think he'd take a bribe? A bribe? What kind of bribe? Oh, a pretty good one. Say three dollars. <laughs> Why, Diamond Jim. <laughs> no good, huh? Well, then maybe you've got something on him that I could use. Something on him? Yeah, something horrible he did once, like wife feeding or grain trading. <laughs> Don't you think this has gone far enough? Just what are you trying to do? Blackmail a man who is now in my house as a guest of my wife? Guest of your wife? Hey, maybe there's a romance we could nail him on. A romance with my wife? I'll grab it any straw when I'm desperate. <laughs> Dennis, you can stop this nonsense about Holland Dunning. I'm not interested in your problem, and I don't care to hear any more about it. But Mr. That Willoughby... is final, Dennis. Oh, that reminds me, though. Run up to the barbershop on the corner and make an appointment for Mr. Dunning. He'll be in at one o'clock. The barbershop? Yes, and tell Roy to do a good job. Dunning wouldn't want to go to his exhibit unless he were perfectly groomed. Hey, he wouldn't at that, would he? Mr. Willoughby, I just got an idea. Oh, the poor, lonely little thing. (laughs) What is it? Well, it's something I have to do during lunch hour. Could you possibly see your way clear to give me one today? Well, I suppose it's all right just this once. Don't think I'm setting a precedent, though. Oh, no, sir. I'm not a radical. I'll see you later, Mr. Willoughby. Oh, Dennis. Dennis, wait a minute. Oh, Mildred. Oh, gee, something important has come up, Mildred. I'm on my way right now. But you invited me to come down and eat lunch with you today. I know, and I'm sorry you made that long trip with the sandwiches. But you see, this is for your father. (laughs) 
you mean you've got... Yeah, I got an idea to keep Dunning from appearing at the exhibit or anywhere else in public. Oh, golly, honestly? What? How? Oh, come on, I'll tell you as we go. Oh, this is a killer. Boy, am I a low-down, dirty rat. What do you hear? <laughs> Sure, and did you see how easy it was? I told Roy Mr. Dunning wanted a shave and a haircut, but out at Willoughby's, not here. Yes. And when he comes back, it'll be too late. Hey, Roy's white jacket fits me pretty good, doesn't it, huh? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness, look. There's a man coming across the sidewalk now. It must be Mr. Dunning. Yeah, quick, get out of sight. I'm all set. Oh, good luck. Good, eh? Well, 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 one o'clock, right on the dot. My name is Giuseppe Antonio Silvestre Bacigolupo Graziani. I'm the bar. You're the cost, I have a seat. Uh, what was that name again? Giuseppe Antonio Silvestri Bajagolupo Graziani. Why, the sign outside says Roy D. Flugelheimer. Uh, that's a correct. That's a word of my name. Does it mean in English? Oh, I see. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like a haircut, a shampoo, and a shave, please. In other words, the works. Ah, oh, don't worry. That's a just what are you going to guess. <laughs> I'm uh, rather particular about the way I look. You're certain you know your business? Shoo! Don't worry about a thing, me Camille. I've been cutting hair every day for 20 years. And on a Dominica, that's a Sunday, just to keep in a practice, I cut all of the neighbors ahead. Just lean it back, please. Lean it back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. And uh, when you're through, you might trim my mustache, please. Just to leave it to me. I trim it a fine. I got to summer nights of stuff left over from a Christmas. <laughs> what was that? Lean it back. I give it a haircut. So come on. Hey, how's it after? Nice, huh? What? You made the left side much too short. Ah, uh, don't worry. We snip some off of the right. There. Yeah, but now the right side is shorter than the left. Okay, we'll work some more on the left. <laughs> so, how's it that? Well, now the left side is shorter again. Hey, what kind of head do you got it there? Must have be very uneven. <laughs> Even before you started. Well, Wes, I fixed him up. All right. right. Uh, now the same on both the sides. A nice and a bear. <laughs> Why, you... What have you done? I've got no hair at all on the sides and a club of it sticking up in the middle. Yeah, you look like at the Navajo. <laughs> what am I supposed to do now? Sell blankets? Oh, don't worry. I fixed them. There. Whoops. Still uneven. How can it be? There isn't a hair left on my head. No, but I cut off a one eyebrow. Why? Oh, wait, I'll fix it. That's all right. There, even again. Okay, next, please. You, you, yeah, that's too bad. The water with the people exhibit. Why, your exhibit? It... My name isn't Gunning. It's Sidney Newhouse. I'm a traveling salesman. Sidney. Sidney Newhouse. A traveling salesman. Yes. What about it? Oh, nothing, nothing. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> you heard any good stories lately? <laughs> so then the only thing I could do was to beat it before Roy got back. I'm afraid I failed, Mr. Anderson. Oh, dear. I guess we're sunk. Well, as far as I can see, there's only one way to keep Dunning from getting a look at that painting. We're going to steal it from the exhibit. Steal it? Well, wouldn't that be stealing? I'm certain it would. <laughs> I'm only taking what belongs to me, Dennis. Well, 
Yeah, but how are you going to do it? Mr. Stark, the chairman of the exhibit, is there all the time. Well, that's where you come in, my boy. You're going to distract her attention. Me? How? By flirting with her. Mr. Anderson, your mezzanine has fallen downstairs. <laughs> you can do it. You're always imitating movie stars. Now pick out some great lover of the screen and go to work on her. Well, there is one who always gets Rosette. After all, what can we lose? Just our health and our liberty. Well, there she is, Dennis. Now, do you think you can keep her occupied while I snatch the painting? I hope so. This is one screen lover who's never missed before anyway. Good. I'll hide here in the archway until you've made your conquest. Oh, here she comes. Is there something I can do for you, young man? It's after hours, you know. Hello, short, gray, and beautiful. <laughs> I beg your pardon. It's just about cocktail time, Dreamboat. What say we drift down to the beer parlor and blast it and schlitz it a while? <laughs> even been introduced yet. I'm a man and you're a woman, kiddo. That's the stuff couples are made of. <laughs> but this is so sudden. I can't help it, love bundle. You're the type that drives men wild. Oh, my late husband always used to say that. Not in that tone of voice, I'll bet. <laughs> well, no. Oh, you are kind of cute. I thought you'd begin to see things my way. <laughs> you have nice eyes and such lovely curly hair and a darling dimple. You missed the lips, baby. Get a load of the lower one. <laughs> oh, my, I'm afraid you're just too much for me. <laughs> you said it, kiddo, and my motto is, if you can't fight them, join them. <laughs> Aren't you going to ask me for a kiss? Why, uh, I uh, hadn't planned to go into the matter that deeply. Oh, oh, come on, brown eyes, kiss me. Well, I, I, all right, close your eyes and tilt your head back. Psst, Dennis, everything's okay. Well, well, my eyes are closed and my head is tilted, dear boy. Okay, hold it, I'll be back in half an hour. <laughs> we. Boy, that was close. Did you get it, Mr. Anderson? It's right here under my coat. Good. Now we're in the... Hey, wait a minute. Huh? A horrible thought just struck me. Won't the police investigate this? Sure they will. That's part of my plan. Say, that's pretty clever. How long do you think we'll be in for? Well, <laughs> you don't understand my scheme. We're going to plant this in Harlan Dunning's room at the Willoughby's. Plant it? But he can prove to the cops he didn't take it. Not if we're the cops. Huh? All we have to do is say that we're the police and accuse him of the theft. Yeah? Then we'll tell him that if he won't reveal that it's not a real Dunning, we'll return the picture and say nothing about it. Wow! Isn't that some idea? Boy, when your brain gets revved up, your whole head spins, doesn't it? Sure and luck. Mrs. Willoughby is still out shopping, and Mr. Willoughby hasn't come home from the store yet. It's about time we got a break. Okay, go ahead. Right. Open up in the name of the law! 
Oh, open up, I say. Yeah, up. <laughs> What's going on out here? Don't make a move, Dunning. I've got you covered. Yeah, covered. <laughs> okay, Anderson, whisk him. Whisk him? Risk him? Don't you mean frisk him? Oh, that's his thing. <laughs> Gentlemen, may I be so bold as to inquire what this is all about? Cut it out, Dunning. Come on, where'd you hide the stuff, the loot, the swag? Yeah, where'd you? <laughs> I'm afraid I haven't the faintest idea what you mean. Uh-huh, so you won't talk, huh? I'd rather not. Much more fun listening. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, we'll beat it out of you. Herbie, where's your Billy? I, uh, Billy has it. Get out the rubber hose. How do you want it, Dunning? With the nozzle on or off? Just a fine spray, if you please. You may not know it, Dunning, but you're in trouble. Yes, yeah, we're detectives specializing in investigating theft. Yeah, we're from the Homicide Bureau. Come clean, Dunning. Where's the painting? What painting? The one you stole from Weaverville Museum. Are you out of your mind? He isn't going to talk, Sarge. We better search the room. Right, Corporal. Lieutenant. <laughs> Oh, sorry. You take the closets and bureau drawers. I'll go through his wallet. You put your hands on my things, gentlemen, and you'll regret it the rest of your lives. Now, that's a warning. Are you threatening us, cops? You're no more cops than I am. Now, what's your game? See here, you. No use, Mr. Anderson. He knows we're not cops. But how could he tell? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's our high arches. <laughs> Better show him the painting, Mr. Anderson. Well, all right. Here. Oh, I say, that's got my name on it. Yes, sir, but we know you didn't really paint it. I should say I didn't. This is a... Hmm. Huh? Nothing. What do you want? Well, Mr. Anderson gave this picture to his wife 20 years ago, and she's always thought it was a Dunning original. And now with the exhibit and you being here in person... She'd find out the truth and be unhappy. Yes, sir. In a pretty bloody sort of way. <laughs> I see. Well, gentlemen, how would you like me to trade you a real Dunning original for this picture of yours? Oh, my goodness. Gosh, Mr. Dunning, would you? Oh, why not? After all, you're in a spot. Glad to help you. Oh, bless you, bless sir. You. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> yes. Now, just sign this sales form right here, and we'll make it all fine and legal. Yes, sir. Huh? There you are. Yeah. And here is one of my paintings. It's a still life. I call it Flute and Liverwurst at Dusk. <laughs> Gee, it's a beauty, too. Thanks a million, Mr. Dunning. Not at all. Uh, but perhaps you'd be interested in hearing just why I was kind enough to make this little exchange with you. Why, yes, sir, we would. Very well. I shall tell you. wasn't a Dunning original I had hanging in the parlor all these years. That's right, Poopsie. Now you know the whole story of how I bought it from that Frenchman in Greenwich Village. And you actually traded it to Mr. Dunning for one of his genuine paintings. Yes, ma'am. This is it right here. Yes. Very pretty, probably. <laughs> you say it's called Flute and Liverwurst to Dusk? That's right. The flute is the one with the holes. <laughs> Well, anyway, it's an original Dunning, and that's all that matters. So, oh, 
all's well that ends well. That's true, little gumdrop. There's just one more little thing. I don't suppose you'd even care about it one way or the other. What's that, Dennis? The reason Mr. Dunning traded his picture for yours. Oh, what was the reason? Well, as I say, I don't suppose it matters... But the picture you had hanging in your parlor was an original Picasso worth $10,000. Oh, no! Dennis Day will be back in just one minute to sing Serenade of the Bells. But first... Dream girl, dream girl, beautiful luster cream girl. Hair that gleams and glistens from a luster cream shampoo. Hair bright, wash right, easy to do and dress right. Hair that's soft and silky from a luster cream shampoo. Yes, luster cream shampoo leaves hair with new three-way loveliness. Fragrantly clean, glistening with sheen. Soft and easy to manage. Be a dream girl, a lovely luster cream girl. Dream girl, dream girl, beautiful luster cream girl. You owe your crowning glory to a luster cream shampoo. Charles Dant and the orchestra, here's Dennis to sing the popular ballad, Serenade of the Bells. In the sleepy town of San Juanita, there's a story that a padre tells of a gay senor and senorita. Oh, the bells began. 
Doctors prove the palm olive plan brings two out of three women lovelier complexions in 14 days. For the palm olive plan was tested on women with all types of skin. Dry, oily, even skin that was not clear. Yes, regardless of age, type of skin, or previous beauty care, 36 doctors prove the 14-day palm olive plan brings fresher, brighter, younger-looking complexions. So get palm olive soap and start your 14-day palm olive plan now. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.